It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. And today we are doing a mailbag episode. We're going to talk about the Wizards ceiling if they do find a good point guard. Also, who would have to be traded to if they had to make a trade for a point guard is one of the questions. And how can the Wizards fix their defense? Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so I just want to talk about the playoffs first before I forget, because the last episode I forgot about my picks. Um, right now, currently, the Nets are playing the Celtics. The Nets are winning 32-21. to 21. Um, I think the Nets are the better team, or just talent-wise. Uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, even though Kyrie's you know, putting up um, obscene gestures to fans, um, just him and KD alone are the more talented team now. Jalen, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year, who had good things to say about Bradley Bill. He said Bradley Bill is one of the players that keeps him up at night before he has to guard him. But Boston is a deep team, actually. So I'm, I, it's, I can't even really sit up and say that they're that the Nets are just overly more talented. I can't really just sit up here and say that. But they do have the best player. The Nets do have the best player on the floor in Kevin Durant. They do have the best player in the NBA currently right now in Kevin Durant. Um, I mean, you can argue between Kevin Durant and Giannis, um, but, you know, and Kyrie's playing out of his mind. He played out of his mind in the first game. Seth Curry is a heck of a shooter. Um, but the Celtics, are they're deep. they have a solid roster as well. They really do. They have a solid roster, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. But I'm going to go with the Nets. It's kind of unfair because I already uh, have them. They're already up by 12. And the Sixers-Raptors has not started yet, but I got the Sixers beating the Raptors. The, Raptors, the Sixers will probably sweep the Raptors. Um, Bulls versus the Bucks tonight at 9 30. 
got the Bucks beating the Bulls. The Bucks will probably beat the Bulls uh, four to one in gentlemen's sweep. So, um, but let's get started in the mailbag. Just want to thank you guys for submitting your questions, as always, on Twitter and on YouTube as well. This one is from NBA Land on YouTube. He says, "What is the Wizards' ceiling if the Wizards get a good point guard?" So, um, a good point guard. So that's a very um, you know general statement there. A good point guard. What is a good point guard to you? So, and I did want to bring up how Chris Miller from NBC Sports Washington after the last game or before on the pregame show before the last game against the Hornets, he brought up a list of four point guards that he thinks the Wizards should go after that most likely will be available. Some of these guys, actually two of these guys, I don't think will be available at all. Um, but the de- definition of a good point guard to me, of course, that that will be available. Um, his, his list was uh, DeJounte, DeJounte Murray, Malcolm Brogdon, John Wall and Markel Fultz. So if the Wizards do get a good point, in my opinion, I think the best out of the crop, Markel Fultz is just, he's questionable to me. You know, a lot of these guys have been, have missed a lot of games. John Wall has missed a lot of games in the last couple of years. Some due to injury with the Achilles, some due to the Rockets organization just not wanting to play him. Markel Fultz towards ACL. And then even before that, he had the shoulder injuries with the Sixers and missed multiple, multiple games, a lot of games. John Wallace missed a lot of games. Malcolm Brogdon played in how many games last year? He played in 36 games, and the year before that, he played in 56. The year before that, he played in 54. So um, DeJounte Murray has been the healthiest out of the uh, four guys that were named. Um, and then also, it doesn't have to just be those four guys. You know, Ricky, Ricky Rubio is a free agent. He's coming off an ACL injury. Um, Jalen Brunson is playing out of his mind right now for the Dallas Mavericks. I don't think he's attainable. I don't think he's a realistic option. But if the Wizards somehow did get him, just hypothetically speaking, um, I think he definitely would raise the bar for the Washington Wizards. I think he would be a great fit for the Washington Wizards. Jalen Brunson played out of his mind the other night, had 41 points. So I think that would just be a perfect match. In the draft, Tommy Shepard already said in the draft that he's not looking to draft a point guard to take the reins or start next year. So that would probably be Ty Ty Washington or Kennedy Chandler. Or if we get lucky, Jaden Ivey. I, a lot of people say, you know, Jaden Ivey is a combo guard, but I think he can play the point guard position. I think he can initiate the offense and bring the ball up. And I think he would definitely help the Wizards a lot. I think he could push the Wizards to be a playoff team if they get Jaden Ivey and get a couple pieces on the wing. Um, same thing with Brogdon. I feel like that too. I feel like even with John Wall, I feel like they can make the playoffs. Will they make a run in the playoffs and win in the first round? Most likely not. But if they can get a solid point guard in there that can facilitate the offense, you saw how well they did in the second half of the year uh, after the trade deadline when they let Saddle play. He initiated the offense. He was more of a pass-first point guard. You saw how well Porzingis played. You saw how KCP played better. Rui played better. Gafford played better. Ish Smith initiating the offense. And I think Bradley Bill, he just needs a, he needs a point guard that's going to f- facilitate the offense for him. You know, it didn't work with Spencer Dinwiddie. They were trying to take turns too many times. I score, you score type of thing where Dinwiddie the combo guard. And Tommy Shepard and Wes Unsos Jr. have reiterated that they want to pass first point guard. They want to pass first point guard. So out of the four guys that Chris Miller named, in my opinion, I would personally like Malcolm Brogdon. You know, he was a 50-40-90 guy. He's a solid defender. Rookie of the year in 2017. All rookie in 2017 as well. Um, this year he didn't shoot the ball well from the three-point line. The year before he averaged 20, still averaged 19 points a game in the 36 games he played and six assists per game. In uh, 2021, he averaged 21 points a game and six assists. 
And then also in 2020, he averaged 16 and a half points a game, points a game with seven assists. The 2020 year was the 50, was that the 50, 40, 90 year? No, the 50, 40, 90 year was in 2019, where he, he averaged 15 points a game and three assists and shot the ball really well from the three-point line. Um, he is a, Michael Barton is a 37% three-point shooter, as well as just the injuries are concerned. You know, I do want to look at his contract real, really quick here, you know, when we're trading for him. See, the thing is, you're just going to have to give up a young piece to bring in Malcolm Brogdon. That's the thing about it. You know, you look at John Wall, most likely you're not going to have to trade any assets to bring in a John Wall. You know, he most likely he's going to be bought out by the Rockets. And then after that, you sign him for the mid-level exception. Guy like a DeJounte Murray, if you got DeJounte Murray, that would raise our ceiling a lot. That's just another all-star guard, another all-star point guard that can take the pressure off of Bradley Bill. He's a great facilitator. facilitator. He can create a shot for himself. He can get to the basket. He can finish around the rim. Um, he can score. He's the three. Uh, he he just can't. He's not a three point shooter. That's the only thing. But he can get to the free throw line as well. And it would kind of bring back memories of John Wall and Bradley Bill because it's another guy who's as who's as quick as a cat, quick as lightning in a bottle. Super athletic. Dejounte Murray super athletic. He can get to the line. Can just get the ball, get a rebound, and just go zoom down the court. So it would bring up some memories of that. But I do think if they get somebody of DeJounte Murray's caliber, the Wizards' ceiling, to answer your question, would be uh, – if they got DeJounte Murray, they, they'd be a fifth seed with Porzingis as well. Having a good point guard that can create shots for Porzingis, Bradley Bill, then they would have a nice trio. But you got to think about who would you who would you have to trade to bring in uh, DeJounte Murray. So and his contract is very favorable as well. Now, you look at Brogdon's contract. Right now, 2022, 2023, he did sign an extension as well that's going to kick in pretty soon. Uh, next year, 2023, he's going to make $22 million uh, coming up. He's going to turn 30 years old as well. So $22 million is really not bad at all. Yeah, 2020, 20, in the 2024 season, he's going to make $22.5 million. In 2025, the 2025 year, he's going to make $22.5 million as well. So that contract's not that bad, in my opinion. You just paid Dinwiddie. You gave him a, a three-year, $60 million contract. So giving, you know, paying Brogdon 22 mil is, is not bad, in my opinion. Brogdon is a three-level scorer. He can get to the basket. He can finish around the rim as well. I'm going on a tangent on a point guard position because it's a point, it's a, it's a position of need that the Wizards are, are looking for. They're targeting for it. And this is a good question by NBA Land, but the ceiling, if they do get a, a good point guard, I feel like their ceiling could be a sixth or a fifth seed, a sixth or a fifth seed, because you got, you look at the Eastern Conference as well. Who who else are they going to be better than next year? You know, the Heat are still going to be good. Boston's going to come back strong. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown they're all, they're still in their twenties. Uh, Jimmy Butler's coming back. He's he dropped forty points the other night. The Bucks. Giannis is going to be here for the next ten years. Joel Embiid is going to be here for the next ten years. So that's four teams that are already going to be better than the Wizards. Whatever point guard they get, those teams are going to be better than the Wizards, essentially. Um, but I think they can leapfrog the Raptors. They can leapfrog. They can they can compete with the Raptors and the Bulls. I didn't even say the Nets yet. So that's five teams. If the Nets are healthy, that would still be better than the Wizards. So most likely they would be around that fifth, sixth seed as well. So, But that's a good question there. Um, like I said, those are some of the point guard options to keep an eye on. Um, and Markel Fultz, I didn't talk about him a lot either. Like I said, he's had some injuries. Um, but he's a guy that can get downhill and score, too. He's a great facilitator as well. Um, the only thing, like I said, is the injuries, and he's not much of a shooter either. Um, he can get downhill, though. 
and he can facilitate. So I think he would be a better fit next to Bradley Bill than what Spencer Dinwiddie was, but does he really move the needle? And then who do you have to trade to get Markel Fultz? The best thing about John Wall is that you wouldn't have to trade anybody to bring him in. You could just sign him most likely off the mid-level exception. That would be $10 million after he's bought out by the Houston Rockets. So, but like to answer your question, I think a sixth or a fifth seed, everything you have to, Porzingis would have to stay 100% healthy. Bradley Bill, of course, would have to stay healthy. Um, depends on who you give up. They have to draft well as well, and they have to get another free agent uh, wing to come in, a good 3 and D wing to help the team out. But I think that's that's the highest ceiling they could get is a sixth or a fifth seed. Um, shout out to NBA Land on YouTube for that. But uh, next, I do want to get to another question about uh, trades here. Um, talking about who would Denny Avdia on YouTube asks, who would you get rid of at the two crowded forward positions? Uh, but before we do get to that question, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Like I talked about tonight, my picks. I'll pull up my picks again one more time. I got the Nets, of course, who are about to win. Sixers uh, over the Raptors, Bulls over the Bucks tomorrow night, uh, Thursday. I got the Grizzlies beating the Timberwolves, and I got the Jazz beating the Mavericks. I have the Warriors beating the Nuggets. So those are my picks. Uh, but BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today to use, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, so this is from Denny Avdia on YouTube. He has a Denny Avdia profile picture as well. Um, so th this is a tough question here. Um, you know, you got your forwards would be Denny, Rui, Corey Kispert, KCP. I guess you can throw Anthony Gill as well. Um, so we, we do have a lot of forwards on the roster. Uh, like I said, I already said Kyle Kuzma. Um, let me pull up the roster here too, just to make sure I don't forget anybody because we do have a uh, crowded roster and then, you know, most likely we will. Who knows if we if we draft another small forward or if we draft another three here? So, um, but it, it, it's 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 a good question. It's a good question. Somebody else asked a similar question as well. I guess I'll, I'll double answer the question here. Let me just pull it up. This is uh, Spencer Humphreys on YouTube as well. I'll, I'll leave his question 
But yeah, basically saying if we had to trade Kyle Kuzma or Rui for a point guard this offseason, we do all think we should trade. I think Rui has the potential to be just as good or better than Kyle Kuzma at his age on offense, but his defense is just such a liability. Unless someone expected falls to us in the draft, I think we should package our pick in Rui for someone like Davion Mitchell. Now, Davion Mitchell, who knows if the Kings are going to make him available? I know they have De'Aaron Fox, but I don't think they would make Davion Mitchell available. Um, but between the two, Rui and Kuz, um, it just seems like the way that they talk about the the Wizards' future, just, I, I get the vibe that Kyle Kuzma is in the plans to stay with the Washington Wizards. Now, both guys are coming up on contract years. They're coming up on contract years. So that is, that is a good question. Um, Rui will be uh, contract extension eligible. So after this year, coming up the 2023 season, he will be a free agent. Same thing with Kyle Kuzma. He, he, I want to say he has a player option, so he most likely will opt out because he's playing better than the $13 million he's getting paid per year. I mean, you look at some other small forwards that are getting paid higher, like Harrison Barnes. You know, there's a, there's a couple other small forwards that are making more money than him that, you know, Kyle Kuzma's looking around and he's like, hey, I can opt out and get more money if he plays like he did this past year because one thing that I say Rui can learn from Kyle Kuzma is how he rebounded the ball. Um, and Kyle Kuzma was literally our number one option for a lot of games this year. He was super, super clutch. The Pistons game winner, um, the Cleveland game winner back when we were 10-3 and three or 10-4. and four, We were really playing well. He had, a, he had a huge game winner on the road at Cleveland. He just had a lot of clutch shots. Um, even against the Bulls when we lost, Kyle Kuzma was super clutch. Kyle Kuzma had a 25-point game and a 22-rebound. He had a 20-20 game, which was ridiculous. He had one triple-double. He flirted with a triple-double. Uh, I want to say the month of January, the month of February, he just went bonkers. Him and Bradley Bill have really good chemistry as well. That's one thing that really, I think, stood out to the Wizards front office is how well he played with Bradley Bill. And chemistry and fit is going to be super, super, super important going into this offseason. So I really think that um, if the Wizards pick between the two, and Rui's defense, it did tail off. It did tail off. And he didn't rebound the ball well. Either. Now, the three-point percentage went was ridiculous, like 44% from three. Not high volume, but Rui really improved from the three-point line. He shot the ball at a very high clip. Kyle Kuzma. Shot the ball very well from the three-point line as well at times. Was inconsistent, but once he started to get downhill, Kyle Kuzma started to dominate a couple of games. The dunk on Joel Embiid was ridiculous. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, like I said, he was, a, he was a go-to guy. But to answer your question, if it's one or the other, I think the Wizards are, are going to go and trade uh, Rui. You know, he's just a huge question mark. It's unfortunate that he missed those 40, the first 40 games. And there are teams that have had rumored interest in Rui. The Miami Heat have had rumored interest. Now they don't have a point guard that's on there that would that would be available to come to the Wizards, but there are teams out there that have been reported to have interest in Rui Hachimura. Now there's other teams that also have been reportedly interested to trade for Kyle Kuzma, even when Kyle Kuzma was on the Lakers. So there's going to be teams that will be poking around and calling Tommy Shepard, or Tommy Shepard will pick up the phone and call teams and see what's going on. Over this offseason, we know Tommy Shepard is, is better at trades than he really is at drafting. Um, I, th- you know, yeah, his trade record looks better than his draft record at the moment. So, um, but to answer the question, I, I think out of the two, I think I think uh, if I had to bet online, I think Rui would be the guy that would end up being being traded in the offseason for a top point guard. All right. So next question I wanted to get to is from my guy Abel and Brochio on 
YouTube. He says, two questions. How to fix the defense in shooting? And is Corey Kispert the next Clay Thompson? That's a good question. Um, but before we do get to that, we have a quick word from Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All Bill Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two or 300 calories. Go to Bill.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carbs. They have mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and white chocolate cookies and cream. Most Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, so last question here. Uh, I do have a couple numbers on you know how inefficient the Wizards' defense was this year, unfortunately. Um, and it is unfortunate how the Wizards dropped off, especially with Wes Unsell Jr. being the head coach because you know, he was brought in to have a defensive state of mind. He is a def- defensive-minded head coach. That's the identity that he wants to have. That's the identity he said in the pressure to push the pace and, and have a defense, a uh, uh, strong defense. That's what Wes Unsell Jr. has said from the jump in training camp. It was 80% defense, 20% offense. And then, you know, Wes Unsell Jr.'s track record with the Nuggets, he was the defensive coordinator for the Nuggets. Um, you know, he helped the Nuggets come back when they were down in the bubble against the Clippers, and they ended up winning against the Clippers in that series against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, where they upset them. Jeremy Grant did a good job defending Kawhi Leonard. Um, but if you look at the numbers, the Wizards were 19th in defensive efficiency last year with, with Scott Brooks or the year before, and they went to 25th in defensive efficiency. Um, also, you look at some more numbers. They allowed the third fewest threes, 11.5 in the league, but the 10th most points in the paint with 48 points in the paint per game. And they allowed the third highest field goal percentage within five feet of the basket, 65.5%. They also gave the most points in the mid-range with 5.7 field goals per game. This is from Chase uh, Hughes on NBC Sports Washington, his article. Um, So a lot of that is on point guard play and guard play. They did not defend well, you know, Howell Neto, was targeted and hunted a lot defensively. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, when he was there as well, he wasn't. He was somewhat of a turnstile defensively as well. He just didn't look healthy. He just kind of played slow when he was here. So the point of attack defense was not great at all. And you know, guys getting to the basket easier 
it makes it tougher on Daniel Gafford. It makes it tougher on Porzingis to protect the rim. It makes it tougher on Thomas Bryant. Whatever big is in there, it's tough when somebody already has a full head of steam on you and they're getting to the basket, you know. So it makes it, it makes it harder on that. Communication as well. I think Rui sometimes he did get lost off ball, lost in the sauce a little bit with communication. Um, moving his feet a little bit, I thought, you know, I don't want to just point out individuals. I thought Denny was solid defensively, but as a team, I just think point of attack was not good at all. Um, dribble, they, they just allowed a lot of dribble penetration. And Bradley Bill brought up, you know, as assistant GM, yes, he has to defend better as well. So he's not he's not absent or, or he's not uh, alone or he's not innocent in the def- defensive aspect of everybody needs to defend better from the point of attack, the three-point line, when they bring the ball up. Um, you talk about they need some more dogs. They do, and they need bigger guards. Sato, when he came in, he was a better defender. Has a longer wingspan. He was able to defend better. Ish Smith is more of a guy who pickpockets guys and gets steals. But, you know, guys are just able to shoot over him. Same thing with Hollow Neto. So from a guard standpoint, the wings as well, they needed, they they have to defend better. Um, and there were times where Denny was getting scored on as well. Um, you look at the Blazers game with Josh Hart. You look at Christian Wood. Um, and I thought a lot of times they went under the screen on guys. Steph Curry, when he went for 47 points, they went under the screen instead of fighting over the screen. Um, Duncan Robinson, sometimes some of the drop coverage that they played, Thomas Bryant was in that famous video where Duncan Robinson runs around a bunch of screens and Thomas Bryant is playing drop coverage. So some some of it could be the philosophy of Wes Unsell Jr. Sometimes he needs to look at his personnel and look at the philosophy. Maybe he does need to play Gafford and Porzingis together and see how the defensive look would look, depending on some matchups, because I thought they played really well together in that one time, but he, he hasn't even tried that lineup yet. So I would look at that lineup too. But I do think some of it is the personnel. Can they get some defenders, some wing defenders, some three and D guys, some more wing defensive minded guys in here? You know, that's what they're gonna have to look at. Gary Payton the second is a free agent. I want to say Robert Covington is a free agent. So there's some free agents that they can look after that are, you know, some defensive minded guys that definitely want to get down and get after defensively. Maybe they could draft a defensive minded wing in the first round. Now, personally, I would I want a guy that can get a bucket that can score, because I think they need some their problem is the offense, but I do think they need an offensive guy that can score and bring some offensive firepower at the guard spot to take some pressure off of Bradley Bill from the two guard spot. I think I feel like like if they could get Johnny Davis or Benedict Mathurin, but if they could get a guy like Ochai Abaji from Kansas, who's a three and D wing, who's a defensive minded guy that can shoot the three as an athletic, that would def- I feel like he could come in to help out this defense. Jeremy Sochon from Baylor could come in to help out defensively, but offensively he would be a work in progress. He'd be, he's very, very raw offensively, but I feel like he could come in and help out defensively. So they definitely could use some more wing depth and some more wing defenders, some more defensive mind and wings on this roster. So that's how I feel like they can um, fix this offense. And then is Corey Kisper the next Clay Thompson? We'll answer that. I'll answer that on the next uh, episode. But I just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA from the first jump ball to play in tournament to the last possession of the finals. Lockdown experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. All right, you guys, thank you for watching, and make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. 
Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 